0: I exalt you, God my King, and bless your name forever and ever. I will bless you every day. I will praise your name forever and ever. The Lord is great and highly praised. His greatness is unsearchable. Psalm 145, 1 to 3. Good morning, IBCM. Well, Cindy and I are on the front porch of her mother's house in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. It's seven o'clock in the evening on Resurrection Sunday here. And we have had a great Resurrection Sunday. And I hope and pray that all of you back home in Manila also enjoyed our Easter worship yesterday and had a good time with family and had an opportunity just to reflect, to meditate, and to soak in the joy and the celebration Of Christ's resurrection. Well as you might be able to hear there is a road out in front of Cindy's mother's house and so every once in a while you'll hear cars pass by but hopefully they won't be distracting and won't drown out my voice. This week we're going to be focusing on Proverbs chapters 8 and 9 and rather than a word for each day we have a word for at least this week. So let's say this week, the word for the week is wisdom. I think it's a good way to start the week, to think about God's wisdom. And I was, as I was thinking about that theme of wisdom earlier this afternoon, the, the old song we used to sing when we were children in Sunday school came to my mind. It goes like this. It's built on a parable of Jesus. The wise man built his house upon the rock. The wise man built his house upon the rock. The wise house upon the rock. And the rains came a tumbling down. The rains came down and the floods came up. The rains came down and the floods came up. The rains came down, and the flood came up, and the house on the rock stood firm. And if you remember that song, the next stanza goes, The foolish man built his house upon the sand, and the song goes on. And when the rains come down and the floods come up, The house on the sand went splat. Jesus told that parable, and then he said this, The wise man is the one who hears my word and obeys it. Oftentimes, we think of wisdom as something we achieve or acquire through experience over time. And so quite often, we relate wisdom to gray hair. But you know, let's be transparent, even though I have gray hair, sometimes I would say that I'm more like the man who built his house on the sand than the one who built his house on the rock. Even people with gray hair can make foolish decisions. Now I believe that God has given me wisdom, but I also know that I'm still learning. But is wisdom really something that we acquire or achieve through experience? I guess it depends upon the kind of experience that you have and how you use or learn from that experience. But in reality, wisdom is a gift from God. Let's listen to the first seven verses of Proverbs chapter eight. Proverbs chapter eight, Verses 1 to 7. Doesn't wisdom call out? Doesn't understanding make her voice heard? At the heights overlooking the road, At the heights overlooking the road, At the crossroads she takes her stand. Beside the gates leading into the city at the main entrance, she cries out, People, I call out to you. My cry is to the children of Adam. Learn to be shrewd, you who are inexperienced. Develop common sense, you who are foolish. Listen, for I speak of noble things, and what my lips say is right. For my mouth tells the truth, and wickedness is detestable to my lips. So in this part of Proverbs 8, Solomon has personified wisdom. Personifies wisdom as a a woman standing at the crossroads of traffic where people are going and coming and wisdom cries out, calls out to people. In 1 Corinthians, I believe it's 524, Paul describes wisdom or personifies wisdom as well. But in that verse, Paul personifies wisdom as Jesus Christ. Jesus, fully endowed with all the wisdom of God. You know, in the In the Greek culture of the New Testament days, the Greeks believed that only the cultured, only the intelligent, only the the highly educated and the elite could gain wisdom. But according to this proverb, wisdom can be learned and developed even among the inexperienced and the foolish. Here's what... I hear God saying to us. What do we learn about God in this passage? Well, God is all all wisdom. He is all wise. We have a term for that, omniscient. He knows all. And all that God does is wise. And here's the thing. God loves us so much that he calls out to us. And he invites us into a deep, intimate, personal relationship And he invites us to learn wisdom from him. That reminds me of what Jesus said in Matthew. In the Gospel of Matthew, we hear Jesus saying, Come to me, uh, all who are weary and heavy laden, and you'll find rest in me. He says, Take my yoke upon me and learn from me. The imagery there is that we are yoked in an apprenticeship with Christ Jesus and we learn wisdom from him. Yes, people people can can develop wisdom. They can they can learn from experience and and they can learn wisdom who are not even believers, even atheists can develop a, a a type of wisdom. But the kind of wisdom that the Bible teaches is much deeper and more eternal than the wisdom we learn from the world. What this passage reveals to us about God is He is a wise God who is not stingy with His wisdom. He desires to give us, to teach us, His wisdom. Now, how does that equip me? Well, it equips me in the fact that I need to learn wisdom because many of the choices that we make in life Many of the choices that we will make today as we walk out the door to go, to go to work or to the market, decisions that we make during the week require godly wisdom. And so, how do I apply this passage to my life? I listen. The wisdom of God is calling out to me. The wisdom of God is making His voice voice. Heard. The wisdom of God cries out, calls out to the children of Abraham, to all people. Now, what is the voice of wisdom? It's right here God's Word. And so, as we do quite often, we often come to the reality of the powerful significance of. God's word in our lives. And so I listen to the word, which takes us back to that old children's Sunday school song that places the parable of Jesus to music. The wise man built his house on the rock, and when the floodwaters came, it was not washed away. The foolish man built his house on the sand, and when the floodwaters came, it it washed the house away away. The wise man is one who hears my word and obeys. That's the key to wisdom. Listening, reading, meditating, memorizing, studying. All of that should lead to obeying God's word. So what are we determined to do today? This is Monday morning. New day, new week. Fresh out of Resurrection Sunday in which we learned, in which we decided and committed to really live, to invest in kingdom work, to faith instead of fear, to expect our great God to do great things. A new week a new day a fresh start and so what I am determined to do and what I ask God to do this morning is to fill me with his spirit who will teach me his wisdom so that I can build my house my life on sound biblical godly principles God's wisdom my foundation for any wind, any rain, any storm. And I'm praying that as you start your day today, as you walk out your door today, that you will listen to the call of wisdom, God's Word, and attach yourself to Christ as an apprentice and to be filled with the Holy Spirit who will teach you the wisdom of God. Father, we thank you for your grace, and we thank you that through your word, you cry out to us, you call us into this kind of relationship in which as we journey with you, as we walk with you in faithfulness day by day, you teach us your wisdom so that the foundation of our lives, the foundation is secure, The structure of our life is is sound and solid. Lord, this week we will face decisions. And so we pray that you will fill us with your spirit, that we will listen to your word, and that we will develop your wisdom. And we pray all of this in Christ's name. Amen. Well, I'm praying you have a great day and a great week this week. And I'm praying that you will continue, that we will all continue as we grow in the knowledge of God's word to also grow in his wisdom for life. Don't forget that we pray for you every day, that we love you very much, and we're still looking forward to coming back home the first week of May. God bless you. Have a great day, and I'll see you in the morning.